So if you want to hear more of our podcast, please click on jamesandsana.com and you can hear our previous episodes. And please subscribe because James has some good word of wisdoms every morning to share with you guys through that email that comes into your inbox. All right, so let's do this. Are you practicing Tai Chi? What? Are you practicing Tai Chi? Tai Chi? Yeah. You mean Chai Tea or Tai Chi? Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Okay. You just I did. like Tai I like <laughs> Yes, it's called it's called um, breathing for success. That is going to be the next course that I offer on the mobile app is breathing for success. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for pressing play on today's episode of Bavoshtan with James and Sana. And sadly, Sana, is uh, she had a previous engagement today and she's not able to be with us. But I thought that we would take this opportunity to introduce some of the things and the happenings that go on behind the scenes a lot of people don't realize how much work actually goes into making a podcast of this stature and of this uh, astounding quality. Well, there's a lot that goes into it, and we have some assistance behind the scenes, and it is my pleasure to bring onto the show uh, one of the key figures of the Bavoshtan podcast. And this person identifies herself as, um, I'm a, it's a little bit embarrassing to actually say this, but uh, she insisted on that I give the actual title that she has given herself for the business, and that is the, wait for it, Supreme Executive Secretary. She is the Supreme Executive Secretary, and that is the only way that she would make an appearance on the podcast, is if I say that title in its entirety. And so, well, a deal's a deal, so here we are the Supreme Executive Secretary of the business of the production company that produces this fine podcast, Bavoshtan, Basmati Masalacharya. Basmati, thank you so much for sharing your, your precious time. I know that it's extremely valuable and you have very little of it to share, but we appreciate you being on the show. Basmati, are you there? Basmati, where are you? Are you? Is everything okay? Why don't you start thanking yourself? Start thanking myself for what? Why do you have to humiliate me? Uh, how exactly did I humiliate you, uh, Miss Basmati? Brother Newcomb, you exactly humiliate me. I was jolly happy. It was my jolly pleasure happy. to be part of this. But seems like I have to resign. You have to resign? That's terrible. Why? Because you don't see the value of me in your podcast industry. I mean, podcast, I don't know what you want to call this. 
Of course I see the value in you. That's why I went to such great lengths to properly introduce you. You told As, me I have request, to be the, you, you, to, you told me I have to be the managing director and now you're saying I give myself a title. The title is the managing director. I I'm a personal assistant to brother Newcomb. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry to bring such a to be so disrespectful to such a gravitas situation here. So, okay, so what is your exact title, Basmati? Since I know everything, but you're the boss, so I think the best title for me is Supreme Executive Secretary. I am not only a personal assistant, but also I am the one who stand beside you to push you sometimes a little bit work harder harder and harder so you're saying that your correct title is supreme executive secretary but that's exactly how i introduced you and this is somehow humiliating for you yes you see brother newcomb stop you calling me that you me the right title you you introduce me the right title but you are not agreeing you say i gave this title to me but you are not agreeing this title to be to be belong to me what what do you mean i don't agree i i i introduced you as that title and you're saying that this is somehow problematic i'm i'm not clear as to how this is a problem for you then why do you say to audience you don't understand it because i don't understand it i just explained to you How do you want me to explain? How about in a way that actually makes sense? Unlike this okay, you, discombobulated you, you tell, you tell hodgepodge me, you of tell words me. in the last five minutes. I mean... You, uh, you tell me how do you want me to explain so it is pleasing to your ear. Okay, okay. I I want you to explain how is it that I introduced you as the Supreme Executive Secretary and now that is somehow... a problem for you that is somehow uh, a means of causing offense to your precious ego i'm so sorry miss basmati okay okay i'm done with this topic thank you for tuning in this is what you're gonna face for next decade what topic did we even we didn't even get to any topic click on our website if you want to unsubscribe the topic is basmati's overinflated ego and overinflated self sense of self entitlement that is the topic i i mean when at what point are we going to actually share something of value for our listeners basmati or are we just going to stop let calling me, me that brother newcomb i said me, stop calling me that brother newcomb let me release <sighs> the pain and agony in our listeners life okay basmati you release the pain and in. agony in our listeners lives go ahead thank you for tuning in this was your daily podcast if you are really happy jolly jolly happy you can go to our website and click on unsubscribe no button no no basmati do yourself do yourself a grace Ugh. basmati they're supposed to click subscribe Unsubscribe is what we don't want. And that's what I'm trying to tell our listeners. You're telling them to unsubscribe. I'm trying to help them to to release them from the suffering that we are putting them through because of you. 
how this business has ever amounted to anything with this person as the supreme executive secretary is completely beyond me. You see, you just said it because I'm beyond you. Listeners want to see the beyond. They don't want to see beneath. Yes, they want to see how the sausage is made, don't they, honey? Or basmati. Oh, you call me honey? Oh, Lord. What did I do now? I don't mind it. Well, my wife will mind it. Sonel certainly will mind it. Poor that woman. I don't know how this woman is putting up with you. Let's just keep that little faux pas between us, Basmati. Let's just start. It's our little secret. Ooh, I like the secret. Eh? Yes, 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 yes. Let's no need to tell anyone else except for the three people who are still listening and like wonder looking at their watch, reevaluating their life's priorities. Uh, but but brother just Newcomb, three people are listening. There are three people listening. One is you, one is me, one is your beautiful wife, Nath. Well, I guess we don't have anything to worry about then, do we? But don't worry. I will not share with her. This will be secret. Okay. All right. Well, I'll be sure to have our lowly editor edit this part out so that, because God forbid, Sana should hear me call uh, Basmati Masalacharya honey. That would be a big, big problem. Silence. Masala Chadia Basmati. Your problem, is, sir. Has it's no not response. my problem. It's nobody's problem because we're not going to tell anybody. And our lowly podcast editor, this person will take everything out at my request because that's what he does. He has no say in anything. So, Basmati, getting to the first topic of our of this podcast that has already gone nowhere and there's no hope of it actually redeeming itself anytime soon i want to know what do you fear basmati what's something that keeps you awake at night should i tell the truth no i think you should lie basmati because people are suckers they don't want to hear the truth they want to hear lies sweet little lies that confirm their own biases Yes, but, uh, we but want I to hear lies. But I have nothing but the truth. All right, let's hear the truth. To be honest with you, Brother Newcomb, Stop calling me that. Every night I go to bed, I close my eyes. The moment your face comes into my dream, I feel like a big iceberg fell on my head. An iceberg fell on your head. Ouch, that sounds really unpleasant. Yeah, just like you, sir. So, so I'm unpleasant. Oh, you are very, very unpleasant. Okay. There is a reason why everybody call you RBF. Well, if um, Sana was here, this is something that has been on my mind. And uh, since uh, we don't have the pleasure of having Sana here, this is something that I want to share. It, it just seems like there's so much deception going on. Always dealing with the COVID right now is a big thing, and there's so much a debate and so much controversy about what is true, what is not true, what is misinformation, what is disinformation, what can we believe? Uh, there's so much that seems to be politicized and used, exploited for personal gain, be it by governments or 
uh, large corporations. And I'm not saying that any particular person is is in the wrong or any particular. I'm not getting specific here. What I'm saying is that there's just it's just very difficult to trust to have any level of trust with everything going on with COVID and wars going on. There's there's just so much. I mean, you just you just look at watch CNN for an hour. And it's it's just really kind of discouraging, and it makes me wonder how isn't how in the world can we stay sane? How can we laugh and be joyful when it just seems like there's so much craziness going on in this world? I guess this is something that I wanted to discuss with Sana and get her thoughts on this. <clears throat> but I think really, unless our esteemed Supreme Executive Secretary has any wise words for us to share. I want to just offer a bit of, I don't know, advice, for lack of a better term. But what keeps me going, I think you just have to kind of distance yourself from it. You just have to say, hey, you know what? I I realize that there's a lot of craziness. There's a lot of evil in this world. But I myself am making right decisions. I myself uh, am taking care of my own affairs And I am making decisions that are in the best interests of myself and my family. I'm not contributing to this deception. Maybe I believe it to some degree because because of my own biases and my own uh, worldview. But I'm not directly contributing to it. I am trying. I'm, I'm doing what I can to make the world livable, tolerable, even better. Uh, and it looks like Sana has uh, returned from her hair appointment. She got her nails done. She got her hair done. And she looks beautiful. And she can actually join us here on the podcast. And she's been listening to my comments on on the topic that we've chosen for this episode. And she has some feedback as well. So take it away. Hi, Sana. honey. Hi, sweetheart. It's nice to see you and hear from you. <laughs> it's good for you to be in the earballs of our loyal and long-suffering listeners. Do you like the cherry red color on my nail? Oh, they're just delectable. I, I'm feeling hungry for cherries as I look at your fingernails right now. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to put some cherries in my smoothie this morning just because of your cherry red fingernails. Or blueberry. Just no cranberries or keep the cranberries to a minimum. I learned that the hard way yesterday. <laughs> Kale, kale and cranberry do not make a good smoothie <laughs> Right. without a bunch of honey or brown sugar or something to kind of take that edge off because it was pretty bitter yesterday. But very healthy. Yeah. How do you stay sane when there's so much craziness? I mean, you, it, it, Sana, a lot of people don't understand <clears throat> that being her nationality, Iranian, uh, adds a, a level of complexity to... Um, to her, just her quality of life. It's sometimes it's very difficult to be uh, on the the shit list of the United States. Just to put it very bluntly, uh, it, it's created a lot of hardship, and I've seen it firsthand. And but Sana just has this really positive attitude all the time, even though sometimes things are very difficult. And I I just want to know what is it in you that allows you to just be joyful. And a positive, upbeat all the time, even though sometimes things uh, go rather, uh, they, they really go wrong, or sometimes you just 
experience flat out injustice. You see, I just came back from treating myself with the spa、mm-hmm. and did my hair and my nails done. That means I am taking care of myself. Basically, I've learned this from you, and I think、um, I was pretty much applying that to my life before you, but then、uh, when you said that, I noticed, yeah, that is why I survived. And that's what you told me that, honey, you do not think or care about things that are unreachable and you cannot change. So that makes me to be resilient and persistent in whatever I want and try to take all the resources that are available and use it to utilize my goals and dreams or whatever I want to achieve in life. So basically, things that happen with governments or around me should not directly affect what I have planned in my life. And Plus, what makes me going and boost my energy or energize me is, of course, my mom, my sister, and now I have you in my life. I have my family. So I don't have enough space in my brain to think about the crazy things that happen. I have to invest all my time and energy for my family to love them, to care for them, to nurture them, and. Think about future plan. How, with everything that is going around, to make best comfortable and peaceful、um, surrounding and atmosphere and environment for my family, so they will not get affected by all the crazy things that is going around. So you you choose to focus on the things that you can control, and you 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 experience things that. Sometimes make your life unpleasant, or sometimes outright really, really, really bad. And you say, "Well, I just I can't I can't control that. I can't control how the people in my government interact with、uh, the people of of like a world governing body of some sort." And I I just I can't control that. And I'm I'm going to share this story, and I'm not saying this because I want people to feel sorry for Son. I just want to、uh, to give an understanding so people can relate a little bit to. What it's like to be Iranian, especially Iranian living abroad. When I was <clears throat> over living in Vietnam in the the sp- late winter and spring of 2020, early summer,、uh, Sana was informed with like I think it was like 24 hours notice that her Vietnamese bank account was being closed, just completely arbitrary.、Uh, really, it was really unfair. How it was happening, and but it was just going to be closed, and it's just like why? Why are you closing my bank account? Well, it's because the Iranian government fell out of favor with some sort of there was some sort of treaty that had expired, and they were all of a sudden on the,、uh, the you know the do not talk to list of this some sort of global finance governing body of some sort. Because of this, the, the government of Iran had this issue with this central bank, whatever it was. I don't, I don't even know what it was. It wasn't, it wasn't the IMF or the 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 World Bank or anything like that. It was something else. Because of this, Sana, who's living abroad in Vietnam, the Vietnamese government said, "Well, we, I don't want anything to do with this, so we're closing your account." 
and it was probably her and probably many other Iranians living in Iran, probably other elsewhere, because there's there's this like Iranian di- diaspora all over the world. I ca- I couldn't believe that that she would have her account closed because of this. And I was just watching this, and she's stressed out, as you would imagine, upset as anyone would be. But it wasn't just, I don't think it was even a few days after it. She's just like, well, I'm just going to live with this. I'm just going to be joyful. And she made arrangements with her employer to, you know, I'm not going to go into detail, but she was able to get by and she was able to uh, function. And even with all of that craziness, she was just, it wasn't long before she was just the positive, upbeat joyful, exuberant sauna that we've all come to know and love on this show and, and that I get to experience uh, all the time. So, I mean, I, I, I don't want to be too, like, expose you too much, sauna, but I just, I really appreciated that and it really spoke volumes to me uh, that I had found a really, really high quality person and it just speaks to your character as well, to what you're talking about. Yeah, so that was, that that what I experienced and where you uh, you were with me, it was just a very tiny bit of things that happened to me and my family. There are a lot of stories that I just don't want to remember or think about it because I always say they were good experiences. They made me independent and strong and made me to understand uh, life better. Uh, but at the same time, I would say it's a little bit make me suffer because when I look at other people and the choices they make and the way they live, it makes me suffer because uh, it kind of like, I I don't want to say I got the enlightenment. No, it's too much if I say that. But um, I would say pretty much I've experienced life to a level maybe not certain people experienced it. So when I see people make choices or go through uh very small things in their life they call issues and problems and they make decisions or make choices that they know it's wrong it really really you know pushes me to the edges I cannot stand I think you all also know I always tell you I cannot understand when people repeatedly do something wrong or uh, they make mistake repeatedly or they at the in a scene or a place where they have to make a choice on a rhetorical basis, they choose to do choose a wrong decision, hmm. you know? And not necessarily, like, morally wrong, but it's just something that harms them personally. Right. And they keep and making the same decision. around them. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. I cannot take it. That's, I think, there was a point in my life that I completely cut myself to the world. I have, I mean, everybody, uh, they, they see me and they know I'm very happy, jolly person. I can get along with any people from different nationality and country. But at the same time, I'm a very lonely person. I kind of cut myself from the world. I do not like to be questioned. I um, have this uh, little distance between me and everyone around me uh, because... I believe if people, I I believe in rule of three, <laughs> three times. Uh, so if people ask me more than three questions, uh, there won't be any friendship between me and them for sure. Wait, 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 if wait. More than be, if someone asks more than three questions, like if you're just meeting them for the first time. Yeah, because okay. if you meet somebody for the first time, why do you have to ask? Uh, 
that person a very personal question. I like, mean, three okay. questions should be De- enough. <laughs> Define a personal question. How personal is too personal? I see you for the first time and I want to know what you do, what your parents do. Uh, do you have a house? Where mm. Do you have <laughs> right. Do you have wealth? <laughs> you know, a okay. lot of people, when they come to meet me, the very first thing they want to know is about very, very personal, deep, you know, mm. stuff about me. And I never, ever <clears throat> ask anybody right. about this. Yes. And that's something... Never. That's and you so- know me, James. <laughs> yeah. That's something that I had to get used to when we first started talking uh, was because I, I think, and it's a cultural thing, I think, uh, maybe it's just you and your experiences making, forming your character. But here in America, like when you meet someone for the first time you just ask questions and it's it, you don't you're not trying to get uh too deep into anyone's life and you don't really ask questions that are that r- really are that deep you're just making conversation and then i i meet sana and she's like if you ask me more than three questions uh we're not going to get married I, it, it, <laughs> no it wasn't it wasn't that extreme but the, you you get the idea it's like she has this she has this rule of three where if you ask more than three questions she's she's going to turn you off and I, and I realize that there's a lot of wisdom in that because what Sana is saying is that if you're asking too many questions, like it, it just it reaches a level of why do you need to know? Why do you need to know where I live? Why do you need to know what I do for a living? Why can't we just sit and just shoot the breeze and just talk about the weather? There's nothing wrong with that. Or just know me as a person first. <laughs> right. Know you as a person. But that's an American thing is that we just we just ask questions and we don't think anything of it. But there's actually a lot of there's actually a lot of danger in that. I'll bet that there's maybe some detective or some sort of police per- person, if they'd be listening to this, be like, "Yeah, there's a lot of wisdom in what Sana's saying," because you know, people just they they talk a lot and they really reveal a lot of things about their lives that can be potentially harmful. Right, and that's where all the problems come from because we talk a lot and we don't listen during the day. We miss. Uh, a lot of important information. Sometimes we kind of oversee or pass uh, some of the uh, things that are really important in our life. And I have learned most of the time, even if I have an opinion or even if I am sure about any topic or belief that I have, I will still keep it to myself. I will rather listen to others, let them talk as much as they like. And even if they ask me, what do you think? I would just say, well, your opinion and your thoughts are beautiful. I respect that. I do not really have to say, yes, I agree or no, I don't agree. And I felt like with this, I have increased uh, the value of friendship in my life. And I kept a lot of good friends for a long time. And I feel like I have more enemies that are close to me today than good friends (laughs) Uh, just because of that formula I have used for past 15 years, 20 years. Me not sharing my opinion or belief or showing negative attitude or behavior towards anything happening in environment uh, didn't really have any significant impact on where I am standing right now, on, on a ground where I am, or in my career life, in my family life, not at all. No religion, no political discussions or uh, any sort never impacted my goals and where I was thinking I should be at this age right now and 
things that I wanted to obtain at this point. They didn't have any significant impact. And many people fight with me if I say that. They would say, they would, I had some few friends <clears throat> or colleagues who would scream at me and say, how can you not agree with what I think about so-and-so president or prime minister, what he or she said last week? And I said, because they do not affect my life at this point. And they would say, how can you say that? You are from a country that you are most affected. They are actually directly sanctioning you. They are directly putting you in a you know, pedestal. I said, no, it's impossible. Even if they sanction me 10,000 times, it will not stop me from my goals and dreams. And I can prove it. <laughs> Sana is the kind of person that would rather have one super close friend and have no one else than have a thousand superficial so-called friends who are like on the surface you're friendly and you call them your friend but they're not really your friend <laughs> so i yeah, think i cannot I, tolerate that right i think some people they have some insecurities and so they will they can make fast friends with people and they're very friendly they're very outgoing and they can make really shallow friendships and they say oh, hey look at me i've got um I've got all these friends and Facebook has only exacerbated that issue. But it's it's really just insecurities coming to the forefront. Uh it, you don't really have that many friends. I mean, I did a mm. purge I did a purge of my Facebook account a couple of years ago and I realized, man, I have 2500 so-called friends on Facebook, but some of these people I've never even met. They're not my friends. <laughs> and I realized I don't think I even have 100 close friends and family in, in, in my life, which is fine. Cause there was a time where it was, you know, you'd have a circle of maybe, maybe 10. It wasn't that long ago that your, your circle of influence would be maybe 10 to 15, maybe 25 <clears throat> of, of, of like a really your inner circle. But I think that uh, we've lost that sense with, in this age of social media and just feeling validated and accepted uh, through our social media accounts. I think it's really done some damage in that regard. But uh, Sana, would she she would rather just sit alone in her house uh, and, and have one friend or her husband and or her husband than go out on the town and just pretend to be friends with 100 people. That's, that's absolutely correct, honey. That shows how much you know me. Um, since I married James, my best friend is James and I would anticipate just sit maybe if I don't have work I just sit on a couch and keep looking at my phone to see when my husband gonna call me <laughs> or when he's sleeping I'm just closing my eyes and thinking about him that he's now deep in deep sleep and that brings satisfaction to me I never get bored because I have his love <laughs> with me and that keeps me going that energizes me and uh, it gives me adrenaline rush. <laughs> I don't have to be on a roller coaster of some sort to make my life wonderful. So as long as James is in your life, you're you've you've got this one hundred percent constant high of living, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yes, honey. You know me better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very well said. That's very well put. And uh, yes, we are recording this on in December of 2021 and hopefully 
uh, will get reunited sooner than later. Or kind of plans are sort of in the works. We don't know exactly how those will work out, but we'll make the announcements as they happen. It's kind of a need-to-know basis with our listeners, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're listening in, you'll find out when you need to know. That's that's <laughs> the way it works on this show. And one more thing that I think makes me to be very optimistic and positive and do not keep garages or even don't remember uh, how many of my enemies or don't those who don't like me try to stop me from my accomplishments is that I never... I might get hurt, but it's very short period of time. Uh, I like to cry it out. And I always say cry is the sign of a brave heart. If I can show my emotion through tears, that means I'm a very strong person. Uh, that's how I train myself to be strong in life. Yeah, and uh, this is one thing that I have applied to my life for many years, maybe since I was 18, 19, when actually I got the sense of having friend to be among uh, different people and stuff like that, um, that anybody who did actually intentionally harm me, I still start loving them more. Many people might think this is a sign of weakness, but uh, no, I always think those who try to harm you, probably they had more bitterness in their life than you. And I wanted to help them to overcome that bitterness and pain in their life. And maybe if you're not strong, they might even harm you more and more. But at the same time, you yourself personally, in your deep subconscious, you feel satisfied. You feel like you're not them and you're doing a right thing. And that gives you more power to live on and become more stronger. And that really helped me to become a positive-minded person. Very beautifully put. And it's part of what makes you uh, just a really beautiful person and what gives both of us a very beautiful life. Uh, very, very unique, very unique insights that we often don't hear. Uh, we'll hear takes on certain things from Sana that you won't hear anywhere else. And that's part of what makes her uh, such a very, very special person. All right. Well, my name is James and uh, I've already introduced Sana. Together we are James and Sana, assisted by the Supreme Executive Secretary Basmati Masalacharya. Is Basmati still around? Does she want to say anything? Uh, uh, what, what's going on here? Basmati, oh my goodness, I was so tired. I just slept. Did you talk about anything of value here? Uh, I don't. I don't think. I mean, we talked about things, but I don't think anything actually hit the pedestal of being valuable. Okay, if it doesn't really matter, if it's not really important, I want to go back to sleep. Good okay. night. Uh, Basmati, we're going to need you to uh, stay awake next time so that uh, we can uh, so you can guide the ship towards the heady waters of value. If you can if we can count on you to stay awake awake next time, maybe we can share uh, something about it. you come Stop calling me that. We know your skills. We know all your skills. You can be the captain of the ship. Okay, well, we need you to be the first mate and keep us on course, Basmati. Otherwise, we'll never share anything of value. Okay, is there G? All right, my name is James and Sana. Uh, my name is James. My wife is Sana. And we have... <laughs> Brother Newcomb, uh, I think he's sleepy. <laughs> and we have Basmati. Your name is Jamie Sana. <laughs> 
Basmati Masalacharya, the Supreme Executive Secretary, that's her words, not mine, keeping the ship on course. Thank you for listening. Find us on the web at jamesandsana.com. All right. Uh, Sergi, before you go, can I say <sighs> something? Oh, we're done recording, sweetheart. You're not sweetheart. You're Basmati. Do not tell Sana <laughs> that I said that. <laughs> this is uh, becoming really funny. I think everybody will like it. You can call me honey or sweetheart uh, or sweetener. Oh anything. My but wh- my question is, if I am so important to your show, why didn't you put me in your website? Why is only www. James and Sana. Why is not www. James and Sana and Basmati? James and Sana and Basmati. I will look into that as soon as I press stop on this recording. Okay, <laughs> brother Newcomb. I think stop it's too calling expensive. me that. It's too expensive domain. You cannot afford this. I don't think people can spell it. James and Sana and Basmati Masalacharya Supreme Executive Secretary dot com. Okay, what's if your you suggestion? If you take up James from that website, just make Sana and Basmati dot com. You can afford to buy the domain, and people can easily type it. Okay, it doesn't work that way. You don't pay based on the number of characters in the domain, but that's okay. I don't think you'd really understand anyway. Thank you so much for your invaluable feedback and your input on this episode. Thank you so much for humiliating me. Uh, I think at this point we have actually I shared think you're something just of value. Me. Thank you. I, I, I think you talk too much.